This was podcast. This is episode 141. 141. $1.41. Gas. Gas prices, baby. Going up, baby. <laughs> Welcome to New York. No gas prices for yours truly. <laughs> I, do, I don't mean to be insensitive because I've heard gas prices uh, are on the rise. Uh, it sounds like it sucks. Yeah. I've heard the. I, yeah, you and I both. I don't know, but I know they're going up. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get right into trifling in NYC. Um, now, this is one uh, that takes place in Seattle. And I'm pretty sure I didn't tell this story, so I'm just going to get into it. But... Um, <clears throat> And I'm going to have to keep keep the details uh, a little vague here because it does involve some shit. But um, I was vis- vi- visiting a relative in Seattle, and uh, uh, a car was rented for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's uh, nice. It was a black Mustang convertible. It was very nice. Doesn't, doesn't seem like the type of car that you would drive, but I like that a car was rented for you. <laughs> I mean, I certainly wouldn't usually pay for that sort of thing for myself, but if someone is going to pay for it on my behalf, then sure. Um, and this was, I guess, yeah, this was like 2012. I just remember this is the era of uh, Gautier's somebody that I used to know. Oh, and man. I just rem- <laughs> remember having the top back and blasting that song really loud. Song, wow! Remember that? Yeah, I and mean, you've loved that song. I loved it then. Still love it. I mean, it's a great song. Um, but yeah, I was heavy, heavy into that. But um, and it, yeah, and so th- this is for like a week. I was just staying in Seattle for a week, so I had this car for a week, and I think it was like the first night. Um, I was, <laughs> I was with a buddy. Uh, who I was, I actually, we had gone, we had gone there together and we were just hanging out. And for whatever reason, we'd parked in this like downtown Seattle parking garage, like in one of those underground things. And, um, as we were pulling out, as I was, I mean, I was driving, as I was pulling out, I hit, like, I didn't hit (laughs) this thing, but like, I, I definitely scraped it. Like, I scraped the car against this post that was just in the garage for some reason. It's like a yellow post. And okay. I started freaking out, and I so I scraped it. I heard that noise. I stopped the car. I went out, went out and I looked at it, and there was this yellow paint and scrape, scraping and, and, like, a dent. Mm, dang. And I was like... Oh, I was like, fuck. Um, and I was, yeah, fr- I was freaking out. I didn't know what to do. I don't know. What would you do in that scenario? Um, it's it's that a rental point in time. You, you just, you just got to drive home. I mean, you don't do anything, right? Until you turn it back in. I mean, I, I've never had that experience with a rental car, but I guess you could call them the next day and just be like, this happened. But... I mean, you won't have to deal with it until you take it in to turn it in, you know? Yeah. 
Well, that was the point is I, I wanted, I wanted to get away with this with no consequences essentially. So I want, <laughs> I wanted to turn it back in and have them not notice and not be charged. Uh, because I was, I guess I was freaking out because I was like, fuck, like now they got me, you know? Yeah. Cause it's like, they can do Yellow whatever. <laughs> yeah. They can like charge me. They can charge me whatever the fuck they want. And like, again, oh, no, this was sort right. of like, this was a gift essentially. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't want, it's probably like some weird clause in the rental agreement. That's in like, mm-hmm. font that's like if if the car is black and the paint is yellow then (laughs) it's it's specifically if there's yellow damage um so what what happened is um and yeah I, i was with a buddy and i was like dude what what do i do here he was like i don't know let's let's just figure it out in the morning (laughs) <laughs> I was like, all right. So like 7 a.m. I woke I woke him up. I was like, dude, remember you said let's figure it out in the morning? All right. Well, I still have no ideas. <laughs> and you're you're really smart. Do you have any fucking ideas, dude? And he's like, let's it's like let's take a look at it. We took a look at it. It, it wasn't quite like it wasn't as bad as I remember, but like he's like, let's I don't know, let's go to like um like an auto parts store, like Napa or what are they called? Like, yeah, Napa. Yes. I think Napa is one. Yeah, auto so, zone, Napa, that type of thing. So what we wound up doing is we got, we got like a wax, like one of those chamois. We got like a, a wax, um, gel, uh huh, and like a chamois thing. And he's like, yeah, I think we could just buff this out. Okay, that like, sounds, right. sounds about right to me. Yeah, and so uh, worked on it. Actually, I had to pull the i I pulled the car around the corner from where I was staying too because I didn't want the people that I was staying with to know that this has happened either. Um, <laughs> so I had, like parked around the corner, and we were working on this like over the course of like the next three days, like trying to buff it out undo the dent and like a like a we did like a number of layers of this wax this wax gel thing and it looked okay when we Uh turned and i was like look we're turning it back in it looks okay if they say something then i guess i just gotta eat this fee and that'll be that and uh never i mean it didn't hear back oh wow i think it worked I think it worked. Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, I mean, how long was the uh, the streak? Like ten inches? It was it it was about the size of like um like somebody like somebody's fist. So it would be like okay, if someone like took their fist, dipped dipped it in a bucket of yellow paint, and then punched punched the side of the car really hard. Yeah. Flip that. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, it, it wound up working out. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I've I rented cars in the city a couple times. I mean, it's crazy. Like I've never I've driven around the city many times, 
never had any issues. And of course I go to Seattle and I just, and we're in like a safe parking lot and you know, right. Also, no I, other, I, it's I just, not even a car accident. It's just you. I and just a- want to say, um, marijuana is legal there. So I'm, I'm just saying that, I don't know why mm-hmm. I'm saying that, but, um, it was legal then and it continues to be, and let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> all right so listeners uh we usually um you know this is this it's been a while since we've had like a go-to show to watch that we cover we have atlanta coming up pretty soon and also i don't mm-hmm. know if you're interested but um there's a show moon night which is the next big mcu show moon um, night Moon Knight, yes, with Oscar Isaac. There's also the Batman, which I don't think you've seen yet. Oh, yeah. I did see I think, it in theater. Mm, I think I am going to make a trip to a movie theater to see it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, wait. I did see a commercial. Well, this isn't a TV show for that. Uh, Jared Leto? 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 Oh yeah, sure. I think it's the uh, um, Mor- Morbius one. Morbius, right? yeah. Morbius? yeah. Mm-hmm. So Marvel is back in action. Oh, oh what you into that? You like that? Is that what you like? That great, but I'd probably watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm a fan of Jared Leto. I think he's an interesting dude. Uh, good actor. Um, but listeners, nothing to fear. Um, Adam McKay, he of the, actually, executive producer of Succession, uh, mm-hmm. he has come back with his passion project. Apparently, he's a huge basketball fan and a huge Lakers fan. Um, and he, there's, there's a show called Winning Time. Apparently, he, and he, this show, I don't know if you read this drama, but like, it led to a falling out between him and Will Ferrell. No, What? Yeah, so Adam McKay and Will Ferrell are good buddies. They worked yeah. on Saturday Night Live together. Adam McKay was a writer. Will Ferrell, obviously a performer. Um, they've been very good friends for a long time. Apparently, their friendship is over as of like a year and a half ago, like whenever they started producing what? the show, because Adam McKay cast John C. Riley in the role of Dr. Uh, Jerry Buss. And apparently Will Ferrell wanted that part and he was upset that Adam McKay didn't even call him. Wow. And John C. Riley was the second choice. So Adam McKay had the opportunity, couple opportunities to cast like his friend, like Will and Will Ferrell. I, I don't know if you're like, he goes to Lakers games. Like he's one of those guys like Nicholson and DiCaprio. Like he's on the sidelines regularly. I did not realize there was this drama connected to it. It's too bad. It's too bad. Yeah. I mean, look, Adam McKay, very successful, uh, producer. Um, yeah, he could have cast anyone he wanted, but think about it. Do you think Will Ferrell would do a better job than John C. Riley is doing? Um, I mean, right now, probably not. I like John C. Riley so far. Yeah. Um. Well, let's get right into it. It's called Winning wait, Time. Wait. It's about... Quick question about this. Sure. 
So who was the number one choice? That is a great question. And I'm sure that is an oversight that I didn't even address that. Wow. I'm so, so busy gossiping about these uh, the drama. <laughs> wealthy Hollywood celebrities. Um, and Adam McKay is a UCB guy. So, you know, I have an affinity for that. But right. number one choice was Michael Shannon. Oh, interesting. And apparently he turned it down. Um, it's unclear why. It seems like it, there's references to him being uncomfortable with, like, <laughs> um, naked hoochie mamas running around all the time. And also the fourth wall breaking. Apparently he had issues with those things. So he gotcha. departed. Um, yeah. but I don't yeah, know if I've seen I mean, him do comedy stuff. Have Has he? Well, that too. Yeah, he doesn't really do comedy. And I got to say, first impressions... John C. Riley is killing this role. I think he's all like kind of perfect. And I don't really know that much about Jerry Buss. I know he has this sort of oversized presence in the league, NBA history. He's very well known. His daughter currently runs the uh, Lakers, uh, Jeannie Buss. Uh, I, I've known historically that he was apparently very good friends with Magic Johnson. And apparently they're both party boys uh, back in the day. Uh, famously, he offered Magic Johnson, I believe, a 25-year contract that was a million dollars a year uh, back when the NBA had no salary cap, um, and that's about it. Yeah. So, what I did you what did what, what did you know about Jerry Buss going into this, or or this? Talk about what you knew about this story before you started watching the show. Um, I think I just knew like a lot of. I guess like surface level items, you know, like um, like Magic was the number one. He was the consensus number one pick because you know Larry was already gone to the to the late well to the Celtics. Um, mm-hmm. but aside from that, I I don't watching it made me realize that I knew like next to nothing about any of this or how it started. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't even know that that was um you know, Jerry Buss's intro, like that was the first thing he did that he was buying the team in the, you know, he was in the process of buying the team when all this was happening. Like I, I, I knew none of this stuff. I mean, I knew Kareem was, had a surly reputation. Mm -hmm. That part (laughs) came through, but um, yeah, I had no idea. I don't even think that I realized um, that Magic Johnson came out as a junior, that he still hadn't, you know, he could still return to school. Wait, um, he did? Well, <clears throat> maybe, uh, let me go back and look at that. But he did say that he was going to, he was just going to go back to school. Well, yeah. Point. So like there is a, a, a decent plot, like a, a plot point about him, his insecurity uh, um, about his skills and yeah, he like he could always go back, but I thought, and this is like, and maybe I have this dead wrong, but like one of the the legend of Magic Johnson is that I always thought he was a freshman. Like, so he, as a college player, he won national championship, and the next year he was drafted to the Lakers, and they won the championship like his first year. But do I have that wrong? Was it that, that? He was a freshman? Was it that early he was on? A freshman? I got. I got to look into this. I think you are 
Okay. I could be totally wrong. Two. He played two years. He only played two years at Michigan State. Yeah. At Michigan State. Okay. So okay, both cool. Of us were yeah. Wrong, but he did have the eligibility to return to school if he wanted right. to. Yeah. Yeah, so there's that like Jerry Buss's reputation as a party boy and and I also knew that like the Lakers popularity basically rejuvenated the NBA as a product in the marketplace. Um it's taken as a given these days that it's one of the the big huge sports nationwide mm-hmm. worldwide but that was not a given back back in the late 70s early 80s no um, that's that's a great point you, you kind of forgot about that just because of where we are now so like people weren't really into the nba like that yeah yeah it's crazy like it's crazy and I, you know look even back then like the nfl wasn't huge huge like it is like at this point the nfl and mlb and nba are like cultural institutions but they weren't back then you know yeah like at that point like i think the main thing people cared about was just baseball right if it was sports wise oh absolutely yeah yeah main main point people cared about back in the 70s was getting your groove on uh, women in bikinis and smoking cigarettes. <laughs> that was that was it. <laughs> uh, getting your groove on. Yeah, keeping it funky. so. Keep yeah, keeping it extra funky. Um, so I have some notes here. We can just go through this. Um, yeah. So the first story or the first episode is basically an intro. It's a backstory, basically about the the draft that. Uh, Magic Johnson was drafted in, uh, and also about the sale of the team uh, from what's his name, Jack Jack Kent Cook, who yeah. is apparently super racist, um, and uh, to yeah, the sale to um, to Jerry Bus, Doctor Jerry Bus, and and actually I want to highlight that because Doctor like Jerry Bus is is like always called Dr. Bus. And I've always been like, I've always been kind of annoyed that he's called that. Cause he's always has a reputation of being a sleaze bag. And I'm like, why the fuck do I need to call him a doctor? And I didn't realize he was an actual, like, I always thought he was like, a probably has a bullshit, like, like uh, honorary degree from like, oh. you, know, you know, UC Temecula. But apparently uh, he it's and this came up in the show. He's a doctor of physical chemistry. Yeah, I had no idea about that either. Yeah, I didn't realize that Jack Ken Cook owned the Lakers. Like, I always thought. Now I gotta look this up too because I didn't look this up afterwards. But I always thought he was just involved with the uh, Washington football team. Didn't he own them oh, as well? That's right. Yeah. Something, yeah, something to do with that. I think you're right. Yeah, he did. He was an owner of them. I mean, I wonder if he instituted that initial name for them. Man, he probably bought, brought that name back. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, hell, that's what I like. It, you know what? The, the Washington football team's name was probably more racist. <laughs> and he... Or sorry, it was probably less racist, and then he brought back the the Redskins. Apologies, Redskins name. Um, 
But Damn, uh, yeah, look at he, this. he he owned the Kings at one point too. That Los Angeles, the hockey team. Oh, oh wow. Okay. And yeah. the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Los Angeles Wolves, United Soccer, what? whatever that is. Like, how did he do all this when he seemed like such a terrible owner? Well, that's the interesting thing too. Is like, I mean, the prices of these teams, like, you know, these days, um, you know, the uh, the market for professional sports league, um, and you know, this has come up in, uh, I believe, the in European or sorry, uh, English Premier League soccer. Um, yeah. there's a team, Chelsea, uh, that's for sale that I, I believe is expected to, to pull in $2 billion. Um, but I believe the, what was the sale price for this? It was like 60 million. Yeah. Was, because a big plot point is 60. around, uh, Jerry Buss's finances and how he's going to pay for this. And yeah, it was around 60 mil, um, that I guess like, okay. So Fill me in because I'm I'm blanking on this. What? How did he have money to begin with? I I didn't know that either. So I didn't do the research, but apparently he was heavy in real estate, and so that's where, like, um, I believe approximately like seventy to seventy five percent of of the purchase price was coming from from his real estate holdings, and he was just like transferring deeds based on the mm-hmm. value of that and then he had to come up with the rest in cash but um but yeah i didn't i had no idea like watching this was interesting because i i just realized that i knew nothing about jerry bus <laughs> mm-hmm. just like oh he's an actual doctor like you said like oh, okay like he has a real degree um oh he was a party boy oh, okay this is this is interesting i was like oh he was in real estate that's how he was making money too like everything was like brand new to me yeah. Did you uh, just overall, do you, did you, do you like the show? I think so. I'm going to give it a couple more episodes, but the, this, this one I like, I like the actor, um, that plays Magic's dad. I always like that guy. I never mm. know his name, but I always like him. Um, and so, so far it's good. A lot, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of setup, um, mm-hmm. the camera work. The fourth wall stuff, it was a little jarring that is a, at that first. Is a, that is a touchstone of Adam McKay. He is known for fourth yes. wall breaking. Does, now, it, that doesn't come up in succession. It's a different type of show. But in a lot of his other stuff, uh, the big short. Um, well, actually, you know what? That's maybe the only one. Because Adam McKay's other recent uh, work is called Don't Look Up, a uh, Netflix movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, did you watch that? I did. Is there fourth? There's no fourth wall breaking in that either, I guess. No. Maybe it's just a big short. I don't know. Yeah, you know what? This does have like a big short type of feel because they do those little like mini breakdowns. And they have right. like the graphics and whatnot, um, so that's that's interesting. But I also felt like it was not necessarily a fourth wall part, but yeah, I think it was a helpful device to you know set the stage and to put people in like that um, late seventies time period and to realize what it was like when they were talking right. about the NBA. It's like, oh yeah, the NBA is like a crap league. Like, don't think. It's, it was nothing about what you, you know, what it is now. Like, let me tell you 
how it was before. And, you know, I, I think all that stuff was helpful. But yeah, it was definitely jarring at first because he starts talking to the camera immediately. I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the first scene is like John C. Riley. Is he like getting a blowjob as he's like talking to the camera? Or no, she like was that? just asleep. It was like a, just like a topless young lady asleep okay. on top well, of him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but let's and l- let's get into uh the the Magic Johnson stuff because that obviously this, that's a huge part of it. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's there's stuff about like how he was apparently too tall. I mean, he's, he is tall for uh, this particular position in basketball. Yes. Point guard. Very tall for that. Famously position. though, he's a six, nine point guard. And like, it was interesting to, to see like his insecurity about his skill set. And there's a scene where there's a party, I think at the playboy mansion or something where, yeah, He's playing like, like oh, a wait, pickup no, game one on one. It's even worse than the Playboy Mansion. That's at Donald oh, no. Sterling's house. Oh, that's right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and that makes sense because Donald Sterling, famously, uh, even more racist than Jack Kent Cook, some somehow. Um, but also like an LA real estate developer, which I guess it makes sense that he would cross paths with Jerry Bus. Um, so it was a party at his house, and who was the guy that he was playing? I didn't catch that guy. Um, the, the current, the then current starting point guard for the Lakers. I think his name, uh, last name was Nixon. I want to say like Norm Nixon, who I've never heard okay. of. Um, I will but, say I yeah I hadn't heard of him either. I did like that scene though, like how he was basically like busting his ass and fucking with him, and he's like, yeah. Look, you you're you're a college player. You're about to come into the league. This is a different game, and I yeah, people will just straight up fuck with you, and you got a deal. You know, like that intensity thought, is. Yeah, I thought that was good too. How it's, I'm glad that he just didn't come out and like uh, just totally like wreck Norm Norm Nixon and be like, no, like this is a professional. Don't forget who you are. Like you're this 19 year old kid. Like mm-hmm. I'm Norm Nixon, starting point guard for the Lakers, buddy. <laughs> don't forget it. <laughs> yeah, don't forget. It. I make forty five thousand dollars a year, bro. Take that. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> I try uh... Dodge Stratus. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. <laughs> like, like there 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 was obviously professional players are getting paid. They're probably at that point getting paid well there there is a plot point about what his starting salary will be and look he's the number one pick and yeah i think they settle on um i think in the negotiations he wanted 600,000 he was ex- uh, a year he was expected to take 400,000 and i i pretty sure they settled on 500 yeah um, which I think these, it was. these days is like nothing for a number one pick but um but back then I mean that's I mean that that is a lot of money, um, and it was a big deal. Yeah, but I don't know what what did you think about like those those terms? Like his I guess his dad was effectively his agent. Do I have that right? Um, I mean I I guess like the default agent they didn't hire anybody. I don't know if that was you know 
just because they didn't know or whatever, or if it was on purpose. But they, yeah, they were flown out there and they were just trying to do the negotiating. And I think a lot of it was based off of the money that Larry was being offered. And he was like, well, I know I'm better than Larry Bird. And so uh, he got, he got what? I think Magic started at his price, which was like 600, right? Larry got, is that what you said? Did Larry get 600? Uh, Whatever it was, he, he started way up there. Yeah, because Larry Bird was drafted the year before. Is that right? Cause La- but Larry say, Bird wasn't yes. the number one pick, right? Uh, no, six pick overall. Now I see. Okay, but was, was it the same uh, draft class? Mm, right before. Yeah, okay. before. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, as a number one pick, you can sort of write your own ticket but it it was interesting and this is like i think one of the more interesting things about it is like it was like showing magic's insecurity about his skill set about what he should be charging um charging jerry bus uh jerry bus trying to be friends with him and maybe leveraging that to get a better deal like Mm -hmm. all of that shit is like like that's the thing that's interesting is like the nba was kind of a low rent you know, chicken John type operation back then um, where you could get it. I mean, if I, like, if I was an adult back then, I could probably have a team, you know, you know, like I, the, the, I mean, maybe kind like of, the, yeah. the, Colum- the Columbus, um, you know, fruit flies or whatever, you know, just get it going. Up, right. Basically. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I know a, a, a good basketball player um, <laughs> that I would draft number one. If I if I could, um, uh, and let's get it going. Come on, it's a party. Let's, let's go. But but yeah, he was like, yeah. I I think that was an interesting one because Jerry, should I say Doctor Jerry Bus, Doctor Bus? But um, Jerry <laughs> Jerry Bus was definitely like the more relatable and down to earth owner or and character as opposed to uh jack kent cook with that gross looking fish that he was trying to serve everybody um just and just being rude (laughs) yeah um yeah he's uh i mean yeah john c Riley. then and i don't actually usually like john c Riley in like anything i know he's like pretty well regarded um I just, I, I just don't really like um, his performance. But I, I will say, I do really like him in this role. I think this is maybe one of like I'm, I'm actually looking forward to watching the rest of the show just to keep watching his performance in this because I think, look, <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're gonna destroy your friendship over a casting decision, um, this is probably worth it. <laughs> he's, re- I mean, he's really good. Like, he's really good in this role. I don't know. Yeah, what so, you, you, so far he's been he's been really great. Like I have uh, no complaints about his performance. I was surprised. Like I knew very little about the show going in. I I didn't even mm-hmm. when I I think I've seen like maybe one preview, a couple posters. I didn't realize it was John C. Riley, and I was like, oh, oh. he's Jerry Boss. I was like, oh, okay. Let's let's yeah. see how this plays out. But um, so far so good. No, you know. No complaints yeah. from me, right? As of right now. 
Now, what do you think about, and we just like take a, a bit of a step back, but you know, you have a uh, considerable basketball experience. What is your read on Magic Johnson generally? Um, as a successful college player, pro player, oh, like, like the you, real life you, Magic Johnson, real life Magic Johnson, you you would definitely know better than I would. So one of, yeah, what, what real life think? Magic Johnson, one one of the most, um, like one of the best ever. You know, one of the best ever player. Probably depending on who you're asking, probably like a top ten, top fifteen player in NBA history. Um, why is it always noted that he was like? too tall to be a point guard like why is that a thing oh it's significant because he you know he was the only one at that at that height and that size to like really have that skill set and to be successful at that position previously to him i mean most people were probably like six two maybe six three as a point guard um like why? But, why is that? A, why is that a thing? Like why does it matter? Like it seems like in basketball, as a, as a layman, like it's always better yeah. to be taller, right? So why is? What is it about that right. position? That- I guess part of the idea. I mean, this is. I mean, you could get into a whole conversation about like the evolution of basketball, right, and the skill set of players. But mm-hmm. um, basically, if you're that you were that tall, you weren't. You really weren't. Um, not necessarily not taught those skills, but those skills you weren't focusing on that, and the coaching coaches weren't focusing on that. Now I don't have a lot of background on Magic Johnson as to how he, you know, maybe he had like a late late life growth spurt or something, and he was always like smaller, so he was playing point guard, and then he just got big, but he already had the skills. Mm, um, but generally, if you're one of the bigger people, you know, you're just automatically slotted to play one of like the forward positions where you don't have to have those same type of skills that a point guard has, like with the vision and the dribbling. The other thing was that like, I think even Norm Nixon said it in, in the show and that like, if you're that big going against a smaller guy, it's, I mean, they're smaller, they're quicker. It's harder to play defense as, as a bigger guy like magic. And, you know, it's, you've got to protect the ball. Those little guys can get in there and steal it. But, you know, Obviously, he was very successful at what he did at his height, so he was able to, um, you know, make adjustments and be amazing. But, but yeah, I mean, at this point now, like nobody would blink twice at a six nine point guard. Yeah, know? well, I mean, these days, I I believe, uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, Ben Simmons is a six yeah, nine point guard, right? Exactly. It's just like you know, nowadays it's more like everybody needs to have skills the skill set to play like everywhere back then so is it was it, more like this is your role this is what you do so it's a matter of like being that tall you're generally speaking slightly less maneuverable just by nature of like right like uh, yeah maybe yeah you're slightly a little less less maneuverable not as quick not as not as fast and you know you generally would have been um sort of pigeonholed into those other positions and you probably wouldn't have even had much of an opportunity to advance those other skills because your coaches would probably been like what are you doing no you're supposed to be down there down low do all this stuff instead yeah you know so that's uh so it was just like a big shock to see somebody 
at his size to do that. I mean, honestly, Larry Bird was was similar. Larry Bird didn't play a point guard. He was uh, like small forward, I think, was his position. But they were about the same height, and they had similar skill set. I mean, Magic did play point guard, but I think that was one of the big things with Larry, too, is that he could do so much um, for a, a person at his size that people like really weren't familiar with that. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah. Um, I believe did did they show Larry Bird in this episode, mm, or maybe it's yeah. coming later? I believe they cast somebody to play Larry Bird. Like, he's they, gonna they be have to. Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Like, because obviously the um, there's a rivalry between um the Lakers and Celtics, famously that basic basically saved the entire NBA. Um, just in terms of popularity of that of that rivalry. And I'm really looking forward to Adrian Brody, who is going to be playing uh, Pat Riley, the, co- the coach of the Lakers. Oh, hmm, that's interesting. He, he, he didn't show up in that episode, in the first episode. Um, no, he's they still got Jerry West as the coach. Right, yeah. So what do you think about, like, yeah, so Jerry West, obviously a big part of the story. Um, uh, what do you think about them casting uh, this dude? And I'm gonna mute for a second, but but go right it. Go ahead. Um, I never. He's not familiar with me that that actor, but um, he has a similar look to Jerry West. He's definitely not as tall as Jerry West. Um, again, this is probably just going back to my ignorance of the era. Like I, now that I'm reading a little bit about the show, I realize that you know everybody knew it was a well-known fact that Jerry West was like a surly son of a bitch and was like mean and grumpy. Um, I never really thought about his personality, I guess, to be honest, like he was the player, he was the logo, like he's a GM. Um, But yeah, I I just never, Wait, he was coach and GM. No, 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 no. Just like later, it's like that's the stuff. I didn't even realize he was their coach at one point. Like I've always just known him as being like a player, like a fantastic player, scorer, the logo, and then as the GM of various teams. But I didn't realize that he was a coach ever. Um, yeah, but he did not, you know, he did not want to draft Magic, which was interesting. But then I think that explanation when him and John C. Riley were in his office, um, it, yeah, it, it made much more sense at that point. I was yeah. like, okay, I see it now. Um, yeah. I mean, Jerry West famously very successful GM, maybe one of the best GMs of all time. Just if, when you think about his work with the Lakers, um, the uh, the Grizzlies <laughs> randomly, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and then uh, I think the, the Warriors too, right? I don't know where is he now. Is he working? I think his last role was with the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I want to say that. I could right. have that wrong, but um, yeah. I mean, in in the sh- in this show at least, he's portrayed as just <laughs> like a disgruntled crump for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm 
I'm not sure why. I mean, like, yeah, so he's from, but he's from that era, and we should probably talk about uh, Kareem as well, but, um, like, I'm super early NBA. Like, he's from the super early NBA era where it's like, like, Red, the Red Auerbach, like, um, who's not, not Kareem, but, um, Bill, Ru- Bill, Bill Russell, Russell type of people. Yeah. yeah, Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's he's from way back then. And then he's extra surly because he never won the championship, kept getting to the finals, kept losing to the Celtics, <laughs> um, but always played extremely well, but just never, never win the title. Yeah. Played so well, he got the MVP of the finals as a loser. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, he was MVP of one of those finals that he lost. Really? Yeah. Is is he the only person who's ever done that? I I believe so. Huh. Okay. <laughs> is that is that reference in the show? I may I may, may have missed. Yeah, that yeah, it's referenced several times, and at the end, he even like breaks the trophy, like throws it out the window. I'm sorry, it's referenced several times. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. I don't remember any of that. Wow, I was <laughs> I was lunching. It must have been when I went to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I mean, yeah, to be the MVP of a finals on a losing team, I believe that's happened in the NFL maybe once. I'm blanking on who that would have been for. Mm, yeah, I, I don't want to say nah. maybe was it like the Cardinals? Maybe I don't know. Whatever. Um, let me see. What do I what do I have here in my notes? Um, uh, I have. It looks like I have a quote from. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, uh, from Kareem saying it's my <coughs> what? Sorry, I can't hear my Good grief. Um, it's Kareem saying, it's my motherfucking team, goddammit. You remember that? Was that at the end? No, that was not when he I was think, in the trailer. I think it was towards the end. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, Kareem, he's sort of, like, viewed as, like, an elder statesman type figure these days. But is he, was he known to be, like, just kind of a dick back then? Did you know about that? Um, I knew he was a little surly, but I think by the, I'd, I'd heard that, but by the time I started like, like really hearing him talk, like he always seems so nice now. Right. Like, (laughs) I mean, much more relaxed. He does now. Can you hear this, this car revving? What was that? I heard that. What was that? It's a, it's a car. It's just revving its engine. (laughs) Oh man! <laughs> summer, summertime, summertime's coming. Um, yeah, I guess it's because these days, when he's in the news, it's usually for him sort of commenting on uh, social issues for the most part. Yeah. So, but yeah, he was known to be surly. Um. I'm trying yeah, to think I mean, who, who else was on that team, but those, I mean, well, he's the main person they had to please because he was the existing superstar, you know? Yeah. And I mean, Kareem, I mean, Wilt Chamberlain was around at that point, but Kareem was the NBA's like first big, like mega superstar. 
again, a, a guy who I believe won a championship in college and then he went did. to the league. Now, I believe he played for the Milwaukee Bucks before the Lakers. Um, right. And I think even won, won a championship with them, maybe? He um, did, yeah. Look at you. Yeah. But by the time Magic Johnson was there, he was sort of on the tail end of his career, I believe. Um, but, you know, it's interesting. Like, point guard... Point guard center, famously, uh, the Lakers uh, had another point guard, uh, well, point guard center uh, dynamic in Kobe Bryant and Shaq, arguably. I mean, Kobe's that's, not really that's a point true. guard. But, that is true. Um, Let me see about this. Yeah, Kareem. But, I was, like, I'm trying to put this all together in my head. Like, I think I didn't really, you know, when you're young, like, you definitely have a different perspective on sports as then when you get older like i wasn't i just remember distinctly not thinking about all of the like interpersonal drama associated with sports until mm-hmm. i got older and now like that's like the exciting part <laughs> like one of the <laughs> most exciting parts of it you know yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> but back then i was just like oh man look at this oh they made it like i wasn't thinking about like all these all these guys gotta be get along and like this guy's mm-hmm. out partying at strip clubs. This guy's like snorting coke off of butts. This guy's like ch- church going man, like <laughs> snorting coke off butts. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You know those interpersonal dynamics are are important for the most part. You know, it's not a given. Like you don't necessarily have to get along with your teammates, but. I mean, just straight up hating your teammates. Uh, yeah, I don't know, and and maybe we'll see that going forward in in this series. Um, like, I'm I'm learning basically everything. Like, I know nothing about this era. Um, I wasn't that into basketball at that point in my life. Um, seems interesting. Like, I'm I'm looking forward to it. So he started in '69. Uh, Kareem. Yeah. Okay. So he started playing in 69. So at this point, he'd already been around for 10 years, 11, like 10, 11 seasons by the time Magic is on the scene. Yeah. Damn. I mean, they didn't show much actual um, basketball playing in this episode either, which um, may be a little surprising. I mean, it's the first episode, but um, I mean, that's, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm not you. You know, that is. Not easy. Um, I'm very curious to see how how the basketball scenes will be. They did like those weird, those weird flashbacks. I guess like a little bit, but I don't think they were actually even playing. Maybe like Jerry West, like shooting like a layup or something. Right. But, yeah, these basketball scenes are really gonna. I don't know. Like the, I'm curious just to see how they handle like the Showtime stuff happening. How how the they're going to shoot the scenes on the court and the crowd. And is it going to be believable? Um, yeah. A lot of times it just looks like too goofy, but usually I accept it. Like, I, I don't know. I don't think I'm, I'm going to be bothered by it, but like the height. Yeah. I mean, I it's, it's weird. We'll see. That's, that's the thing with um, like film and TV about basketball is like, yeah, they usually don't shoot it well, mostly because, you have actors who are, I mean, they're trained actors. They're not basketball players. So, right. And, and like, they're, I mean, stereotypically actors, uh, not very tall 
Um, so, <laughs> you know, this guy, I, and I, I, wow, I am very remiss for not knowing this guy's name. Um, he's doing a great job as playing um, Match Johnson. I think he's a up and coming actor. I don't know if he's been in much, but oh, I think it's let me look. Super tall. One of his names is Isaiah. Okay, yeah. His first or last name, I don't remember. What? But he's not that tall. He's not. Oh, he's not. I thought he was, but he's not. So I looked it up the other day because okay. So if you remember, he like they they did that flash forward a flash. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's it's still yeah it's technically a flash forward in the show to like the announcement right his his mm-hmm. HIV announcement right. and he's like ducking he looks really big by the way like walking through the hallways and sitting next to people in those scenes like he had to duck to go through the doorway but then like I guess this is them doing a good job with perspective and like how they're filming it but um mm. what threw me off was when he was standing next to John C Riley I was like oh. Because I know they were like the same height, and I know John C. Riley's not six nine. So I was like, "Wait a second here." Um, you know what? And I looked it up, and he's and he's six three, which is which is a good height, which is very tall, but it's not Magic Johnson height. You know what? What's that? I should have done. I should have done this as my trifling. I met. I actually have met John C. Riley. Is that why you don't like and, him? And he was doing something weird. You know what? <laughs> it might, what? it might be, it might be actually. Oh fuck! Wow, this is all coming flashing back to me. <laughs> so, what's what? I was at a benefit. It was a fundraiser benefit for this actress. What's her name? It's Jen- Jennifer Jason Lee. Is that something? That's someone. That someone. Yeah, yeah. Is her middle name Jason? Uh, I've never looked into it, but she always goes by Jennifer Jason Lee, or I guess yeah, Jennifer okay. Lee sometimes. But it was a benefit for her. Um, this is and this is back in like two thousand two or something, and um, it was at like this swanky nightclub on the west side, mm-hmm. and uh, I just I just randomly got an invite for like I wouldn't normally go, but it was a free invite. It's open bar, so I went and. I remember two things about that night. One, uh, I was in the elevator with John C. Riley uh, on the way out, and he was um, hitting on these two chicks in the elevator. And I was kind of like, it, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's an elevator trip, so it's like this all happened in thirty seconds. But I was, I kept looking right. at him because he was just being really weird to these chicks and maybe drunk, and I was just like. I was like, wow, yeah, I guess celebrities can just say w- literally whatever they want and still get chicks. Dang. Now, was so he that, that well-known back then, though? Like, 2000, <laughs> would you say 2003, 2004? Yeah, like around there, yeah. Was he? I mean, <laughs> he was probably the most famous person at this thing, so. Okay. And wait, was he successful picking up these ladies? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I feel like he might have even had his arms around them both in the elevator. Oh. He's almost like acting like Jerry Bush. <laughs> uh,
you know, this helped sorry, his performance, sorry, sorry, his his Jerry perform- <laughs> Jerry Buss performance later in life. He had the he yeah. recalled this interaction in the elevator. He was like, "I can do this." Yeah, draw back on that experience. Yeah, he's going through his process, like like he's closing his eyes, looking down. He's like, "Okay, yeah, what can I draw on? Where where am I? Where am I? Come on, John, you can do this. You got this. Action." <laughs> It's like, and then there was that weird dude in the elevator just staring at me. Like, what was his problem? <laughs> well, yeah, and that and that's the thing. Like, I was like, he was he is tall for an actor, definitely. Um, and I think that was another thing I noted is like how tall he was. Like, he's he's big. Like, he's big. Yeah, sort of physical physical presence. So. Yeah, I'm I'm very curious to see how these basketball scenes play out though. The and then like what happens. I don't know. I think it's just gonna be fun overall. Um I don't know how far <laughs> they go. Like, is it just this season? Oh, it's unclear. Um it's unclear whether this is planned to be like a ongoing show or just like a one off miniseries. Yeah. Which for HBO would be like around like 10 episodes or whatever. But just based okay. on the casting, I mean, I mean, I would have, like, they cast Bird, they cast um, Coach Riley. Um, so at least the mid-80s. Right, right, right. That's true. Because they don't... Hmm, let me look into this. Because don't they win? His, they won his rookie year, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was the thing. He won the um, college championship, drafted, and won with the Lakers, uh, like his first year. Um, okay, over the 76ers. I don't know who was on that mm. team. Oh, yeah, Dr. Maybe J. Dr. J. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, this will be... Uh, hmm. But yeah, it'll be, it'll be good yeah. to see where it goes. Yeah, there he is. There's Dr. J, right. Damn! Oh, how? <laughs> no, it's just like an old, old picture. This is amazing. This cannot be their his rookie season. It is, man. Why? He looks like exactly the same. Like there doesn't seem to be that much of an age difference between him and Doctor J. They're like next to each other, guarding each other. And I, I mean, well, Doctor J is definitely not him. nineteen in the picture, but. Yeah, like real Magic Johnson, based on this picture, definitely looks older than the the actor Magic Johnson. Like he's got an older face, hmm. you know, for that okay. time. Yeah, he did, but then he was sort of ageless. Like after that, like he yeah he may have looked old for his age at nineteen, but then he looked he looked like that. I mean, to this day, he basically looks the same. Right. That's the other thing looking at this. I'm like, damn, this is like the magic I remember. I was like, but he wasn't 19. (laughs) 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 That's, wow. That's kind of cool. (laughs) It just always looked like that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, good for him. (laughs) Rich, good looking celebrity. Like, when did, when did, the uh, I'm gonna like, man, that was terrible. But I'm curious if we see any more like funny. I know we're gonna have to see some more like funny 
periphery characters. Like the Donald Sterling one was hilarious because they also made a joke about him like wanting to own an NBA team. And then he does Mm -hmm. end up, you know, famously owning and then getting the team taken away from him. But like, who else is going to show up? That's going to be hilarious. You know? Yeah, Jerry. I, I like. <laughs> I, I like owning owning these black bodies, right? Right. That's why oh you like doing it, right? Gosh. We're on the same page with that, right, Jerry? Man, <laughs> Jerry was like, uh, yeah, I got to go to the bathroom. Uh, security. Yeah, he's terrible. But, terrible yeah, human. Yeah, so like. <clears throat> yeah, like ancillary characters. I wonder if they cast somebody as uh, Jack Nicholson. He might show up. For a Man, I was thinking that too. What if they just yeah. do like? What if it's actually Jack Nicholson and they just do that like de aging, de aging technology on him? Well, famously, that that technology is apparently very expensive. So uh, oh, the okay. movie uh, the the Irishman. Yeah. That's- you know, Netflix uh, crime drama. Apparently, it cost a hundred and fifty million, but like a hundred million of that was just de aging tech. Get the hell out of here! Yeah, and that's wow. only a couple years old. So okay, I don't so, know if they're going to so spend yeah, that they're on. They're probably uh, not going to do that. Yeah, because mm. you would well, need a probably lot. Not. Maybe a, a lot of computer power to make him. You know, at this point, yeah. <laughs> A lot of computers. You need a lot of penny, a lot of penny and processors all lined up in a row. <laughs> all right. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> eat something green, drink your water. Sorry. Do you have any other any other notes before we close no, out? No. That's a, okay. That's a good one. I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop Man. a mic on that. All right. <laughs>